Hello everyone, welcome back to the JarCast. My name is Clay Kowser. And I'm Flora Tyler. And today we have Mr. Worsham on with us. Hey everyone, it's an honor to be here. Um, Mr. Worsham, tell us a little bit about your life, uh, where you grew up from. Oh, I grew up here in uh, Georgia, and uh, actually down in Clayton County, graduated from Morrow High School, went into the Navy right out of high school, was in the Navy 22 years, 15 years. I was a Navy SEAL, um, and uh, seven years just a regular Navy, got out due to a knee injury, uh, got medically retired, uh, and in 2000, uh, 21 I started working here and it's been an honor to work here I, I love this school and love all you guys here and y'all taking care of me and up and supporting me especially right now with me going through these cancer treatments well first let me say thank you for your service mm-hmm. uh, it's an honor to have you here today um, tell us a little about how you uh, what was your thought process behind joining the military and Navy particularly uh, well uh, I always wanted to go into the military when I even when I was a young boy I always played army and uh, but what made me uh, go into the Navy SEALs I had a cousin and we went in we joined the Navy together under a buddy buddy program and we both wanted to go Navy SEAL so that's why we went Navy SEAL so did you have any um, mentor in your life that also encouraged you to go yes my grandfather and my uncle encouraged encouraged me to go into the military my grandfather was in World War II. He's a World War II veteran, and he flew in the B B seventeen bomber as a ball turret gunner. What was the, uh, what's one thing that you you uh, miss most about the military? The camaraderie, the family, the the, the guys that you be, come close with that watches your back, you watch their back because it's basically a family away from your real family. So, and I miss them. Um, what wars did you fight in? I was in both Gulf Wars, Afghanistan, and did uh, Black Ops in Kosovo, Black Ops in Colombia, and Black Ops in Serbia. And what was the scariest moment in your career? When we were, when we were doing convoy protection for uh, a convoy running through from uh, Riyadh to Baghdad, we, uh, we come across a minefield and... A buddy of ours that was uh, a little bit ahead of us stepped on a IED. Uh, it went off. I watched him unfortunately die, and then a shrapnel went in my knee, and then the buddy next to me shrapnel went in his shoulder, and I still have shrapnel in my left knee that they can't remove because they've cut ligaments. So, but that was my scariest moment. I thought we were all going to die then. So, wow. Do you think having um, a friend to go into the military with helped you uh, stay stick with it and wanted to go and yes. become this yes. Yes. skilled yeah. warrior? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. He was he was a he was my biggest encourager, um, and I encouraged him, and we just stuck stuck it out together, and even actually reti- had a retirement ceremony together. So. <laughs> um, what about your other family and members and friends? Okay, I have a well. My mom passed away with cancer in 2013. I still have my dad and I still have my sister, but my sister lives in Texas now. And my brother passed away, y'all know, last year from a massive heart attack. And I thank y'all all y'all, all y'all for y'all, all y'all's prayers and support 
through that uh, tragedy in my life because me and my brother were very close. Um, and, I, and I still have some aunts and uncles that I still see. So, um, What brought you here to uh, Atlanta Classical in particular? Uh, in particular, I was doing industrial maintenance and I wanted a change. And uh, so uh, I knew Neil from a previous job and he brought me here. And I've, I've been glad I've been here ever since. I love it here. Wouldn't wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. So, do you have any other passions outside of? Yeah, racing. I love racing. I have a cousin that raced in the NHRA. His name's Dale. His name was Dale Worsham, um, and he helped me build my first race car, which was a Mustang Cobra. And now I have that silver Mustang that's out there now, which also has a track package on it that I take sometimes to Atlanta Motor Speedway and go around the track with. So it's cool. Mm-hmm. And you said you you grew up in Georgia, right? Yes. So I did. You, you have you been in Georgia most of your life? Yes. Living wise. Yeah, yeah, living wise. Now, when I was in the military, I lived eight years in San Diego, and uh, three or four years over in Italy. So. Uh, out of those, what was the most interesting place you'd ever really lived? Italy. Yeah, Italy. That's, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, uh, I got to eat authentic Italian food, and I love Italian food. Oh, yeah, so. that, that sounds nice. Yeah. Have you ever gone back to Italy? Yes, I have. I went back to Florence, and I went back to Naples. So, uh, Do you, do you uh, visit with your family often? Uh, I, li- I, I live with my dad and my, my stepmom now, so yes. Okay. Yes, I'm taking care of them. So. Nice. Was moving around hard when you had to move around for the military? Yes, because you you make friends where you're at, and then you have to leave every so often because uh, the way it worked in the Navy, outside of the SEALs, uh, you did like five years sea duty where you're on a, sh- a ship or uh, air- airplane squadron, helicopter squadron, and then three years shore duty. So every five years, every three years you're moving, so... And that's hard because you're leaving your friends. So, and how many years were you total? Twenty-two years. Twenty-two years. Mm-hmm. What was it like living on a boat? Uh, it's not fun. <laughs> it's very close quarters. In air, you're going to have to get along with everybody. But it's very close quarters. There's the bunks were three high, and uh, you only had about this much space to lay down in. And then you had a locker this big to put all your clothes in. So you got to know how to fold your clothes <laughs> and make the space work. So, yeah. Um, do you see a lot of the virtues that a lot of the your friends that had to had to have in the Navy? Do you see that, a lot of that represented here at ACA? Oh, yes. Yes, like the serve, serve, I see a lot of courteous. I see a lot of, um, yeah, I mean, just everybody here is just courteous. I mean, yeah. I see a lot of it here. I mean, I think this school right here, really, if you want to go the military route when you graduate, you already have the virtues there. So, What is the most important lesson you learned from the military that you still practice today? Service. Yeah. Serving people. Mm-hmm. I love it. And plus my faith, my faith in God. Um, I love serving people. I love blessing people. So. And you said your grandfather was a big mentor to you. Are there any other people, um, like not in your family, maybe that are friends that you met along the way that really helped you? Yes, uh, my my. I remember my my chief uh, when I first uh, graduated from Buds. I had a chief that took me under his wing and showed me the ropes, and uh, 
help me deal with some stress, stressful situations. Um, yeah, he was he was a godsend to me. So, and he kind of mentored me through my whole career. I always kept in touch with him. Matter of fact, he still comes to my house for Thanksgiving sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Uh, ham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love ham. So. Mm-hmm. And so your facilities here at ACA yes. is that what what exactly is that what what, what is all, everything you do and manage? Okay, everything I do here and manage is uh, every anything from a clogged toilet to replacing ceiling tile to fixing simple electric electrical stuff like a a broken outlet. Um, uh, we I do some custodian work. I. Uh, Clean, clean in the cafeteria after lunch. Um, uh, I do a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, a lot of stuff. Uh, and like when, uh, when uh, other contractors come on, I have to be with them and show them around. Like especially like AC people. Uh, yeah, we've just fixed a, uh, mostly what we've been fixing here lately. It's been ceiling tile clogged toilets and, and there, there's a couple of toilets i need to rebuild in the south building anyway so rebuild yeah uh replace the flush valve and, mm. and the uh, handle so so you always knew that you wanted to go in the military you didn't have any other like yeah if, I, I, that was my passion was going in to be a navy seal yeah. yeah if you had maybe gone to college what do you think you would have studied if i had gone to college i would probably studied uh Either computer programming because that's also a passion outside of work here, or um, something to do with computers. Yes. So. Uh, do you think that uh, knowing that you wanted to go all the way to Navy SEAL, like that guiding you all the way through, you think that that helped? Just having a, an, a goal that you always knew you wanted to get. Yes. Think that helped you be. Oh yeah, that, that, that was a goal I set for myself. When I got into high school, when I graduate, I want to go out and go into the Navy SEALs. I mean, and, and I just achieved, I worked towards that goal, went into ROTC and everything. So, What was the hardest part about becoming a Navy SEAL? Hardest part was what we call Hell Week, which is about halfway through the tr- the, your basic SEAL training. And that week, um, you're living only off like four hours a week, four hours sleep the whole week. Mm-hmm. And the instructors come in, and it's a mental game. So you got to really me- mentally repair, prepare for it because a lot of people drop out that week. But if you like me, I had my buddy, and we kept encouraging one another, so we made it through. So I've heard that there's a lot, a lot of stories about that and how yeah. people have to just come up with any way possible to, to uh, stay or stay mentally uh, yeah. strong. Strong, yes. Do you have any s- stories that you can tell about just times where you? really had to like you had to come up with a way to stay in it yeah yeah well uh well uh at night me and my friend we would just like kind of mentally mess with one another to try to keep uh, our spirits and and mental state up and and of course a lot of prayer a lot of prayer have you been religious your whole life uh ever since uh middle school yes that's when I met my Savior Jesus. Was in middle school. So. Um, so the training for becoming a Navy SEAL it's like a sort of boot camp. Yes. Um, what was like the worst punishment you had in boot camp? Uh, running down the beach, 
holding a rifle over my head for about 10 miles. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty rough because that rifle gets heavy after a while. So, okay. mm-hmm. and also too, if you uh, at Coronado, because it's the training's done on Coronado Beach in California, and we we also run down the beach in full gear with a telephone pole on our shoulders. There's four of us, no five of us carrying a telephone pole. Then that, and basically what that teaches you is relying on one another teamwork because if one team tr- drops off then that telephone pole gets even heavier so do you uh have do you think being in the military helped you kind of i know obviously your job here really is just keeping this place kind of intact and keeping mm-hmm. it running do you think you learned a lot of good lessons about how to be um like self-sufficient when something breaks you got to learn how to fix it oh yes yeah that you learn that in the military even from boot camp when something breaks you you be creative and fix it so yes did you did you do that as a kid too did you like to mess with or yeah fix I, I, I did yeah as a kid yeah i used to love to take stuff apart and put it back together yes so what does your passion for computers look like well now i well it's it's game gaming now. So I, I used to I, I've gotten into on the side at home building gaming gaming rigs for friends. So, um, and then I got a gaming laptop at my at my at my house. I get on all the time. It's uh, one of the top of the line rigs. It's nice. So, so you know, you kind of combined your your love of building facilities with your love of computers. Computers, that's, right, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I build, like, desktop, gaming desktops. Yeah. Um, from uh, I'll just buy, I'll, I'll go to, like, uh, either Best Buy or somewhere like that and just get the shell and build it, build it from scratch. Yeah, uh, that's, mm-hmm. wow. that's hard to do. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, you got to know what you're doing, for sure. Especially if you're going to make a, a water-cooled rig instead of an air-cooled rig, so... Yeah. Um, is there one childhood memory that's sort of stuck with you throughout your whole life? Yes, with my dad. When I was seven years old, I remember my dad, he had foot surgery. He was, matter of fact, let me tell you about my dad. My dad is a retired firefighter from Clayton County. He was, he's a retired battalion chief. He did that for 32 years, and then he went into the sheriff's department in McDonough and worked there 15 years, but there he was only a court bailiff. And then he retired out of that f- fully. So now he's 76. But, yeah, the the one memory that sticks out for me and my dad is actually my grandfather was down visiting at that time, too, the one that was a World War II veteran. And both of them, because dad had foot surgery, and I remember walking in the woods with them, dad on crutches and them just telling stories. That really sticks out in my mind. So, And... Um, it's kind of like the them telling stories. Are there any historical figures or figures from the past that you really like to model your life after, or that kind of give you hope for what you do? Jesus Christ. That's my that's my hero. Yes. Do you have any? Does uh, is your family also religious? Yes. Yeah, my dad's a Sunday school teacher, and I run sound at my church. So. So, and you like to serve everywhere you can. That's right. <laughs> you serve everywhere. Yeah. That's, that's one of my callings that God's put on my life is serving. I just love to serve. Serving blesses me, and I love blessing people. So. Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you believe in aliens? Uh, no. 
I don't. I have a theory of what they really are, but I won't go into that. So. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> okay, well, I believe aliens are demons in disguise because right now, as my, my, my belief, as I read the Bible and understand it, that Satan still has a little power because he's not. God's all-powerful, and he has the power to deceive, and I think that's a, this, this is a deception. Yeah. No, this is just kind of going off. I, mm-hmm. I know in, in our mission statement it says that we're trying to teach kids civic responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think uh, just service is one of the three key parts of that? Just learning to be happy to serve and be willing yeah, to serve. Yeah, if, and love uh, to if you're a grateful server, I mean, that'll take you far in life. Responsibility and serving. Because serving, you'll also learn responsibility, and you'll also learn how to treat people with respect. Um, and uh, I mean, and, and like me, even as a little kid, I always loved like helping mom set the table and putting food on the table. I mean, it's it's been in me since I was a little kid. So, but yeah, and I think service is a, a key part and responsibility is the other key part. Always take responsibility for your actions, no matter good or bad, but always take responsibility. And you'll learn that in the service too, in the military. Um, and if you just own up to your mistakes, you a, a lot of times you realize, hey, it's not as bad as I thought, you know, so. Can you remember one time that you took responsibility for your actions? Yes, and I, yes, I, I can. Uh, um, when I was in, uh, high school, I I skipped school one day, and uh, <laughs> luckily I didn't get caught. But it eat at me, so I ended up confessing to mom, dad, hey, I didn't go to school today, cause uh, I just took just owned, owned up to it, took the punishment. So yeah. Um, do you think uh, specifically from uh, like American history, there are any figures that you think helped? kind of define that civic responsibility and or really just I guess anyone uh, from from your life that helped specifically with the responsibility part and service part yeah uh, my, my my pastor um, growing up as a kid he he played a big part in helping me to learn responsibility and a figure in American history I really like and I think is a, a, uh, is a Martin Luther King jr. He was a uh, he was a good figure, especially when it come to reform, and uh, of course all the the early presidents. I, my favorite president would be I would say um, probably George Washington. Obviously, Martin Luther King he kind of used civic yeah, responsibilities yeah. without being like, he used it yeah, in, a, in a civic way yeah, a he, civil, civil he used way. it in a responsible and civil way yes that's why I like him and he was also a religious person too yes. <laughs> do you find an interest in American history kind of because you were a part of it yes I love American history and uh, world history also but American history especially yes because yeah I played a part in the Gulf Wars in Afghanistan. So, yes. Do you like to read at all? Yes, I love to read. What are your some some of your favorite books or authors? Uh, well, most of now I read the Bible, but uh, actually, uh, Dorian, the picture of Dorian Gray is my favorite novel. 
I don't know if y'all have read that or not, but that's a that's a good novel. What is that about? Uh, it's it was about the twenties, uh, the Great Depression, and one person overcoming and uh, making something of his life. So that's basically what it was about. And what makes it your favorite book? Uh, it, it's just an inspiring story mm-hmm. to me. So, do you have any other favorite books or movies? Or music? Uh, my favorite music is uh, Christian music, um, especially uh, Mercy Me. I love Mercy Me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Crad Casting Crowns. That's my two favorites. Um, favorite movie? Star Wars. I'm a Star <laughs> Wars buff. So I love Star Wars. <laughs> what character do you identify with most? Uh, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I know obviously in the military there's a lot of ways people come up with to just kind of pass time and you have a lot of free time are there any interesting kind of i guess hobbies or something that you and your friends might do if you just had some free time a lot of times we would just hit the gym Uh, yeah run lift weights whatever just to stay in shape because as a navy seal you constantly have to stay in shape because we're like parachuting out of planes and dive gear with our full dive bag we're uh or parachuting out of planes in our full gear and a rucksack alone is or your backpack as y'all call them rucksack alone is 75 pounds with all the gear in it wow that added to your your body weight so yeah, yeah. so you got to stay in shape and uh so we were all the time running or hitting the gym um but sometimes we'd relax and uh like hit the beach just but and swim or play on the beach, beach volleyball, whatever the case may be. Yep. What's the coolest expedition you ever went on? Like you know, jumping out of a plane or diving? Oh well, no. Um, the, actually, the the coolest op I ever went on as a Navy SEAL was the one down to Columbia because our mission there was to take down the cartel. I mean, of course, we didn't get the head, but we did get two of his lieutenants and blew up three of their cocaine factories. So. Do you um, kind of find like kind of freedom in the exercise almost? If freedom in uh, being staying strong and being able to, you know, use that strength for good? Yes. I know, yeah, I mean, constantly, constantly staying in shape, it's tough, but also eventually you kind of, kind of love to stay in shape, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You eventually, like, you feel like if you miss a day running or going to the gym or whatever, yeah, you feel kind of off or weird. Because, I mean, yeah, you eventually grow to, hey, I got to exercise. Oh, yeah, I got to exercise. And you just usually grow to love it, and you just run. run. Like me, one day uh, from my house, where I live up in Flowery Branch, which is about an hour drive from here. But uh, one day I took off running in my neighborhood, ran out to the main road, and ran all the way down to where my church was, which is about 10 miles from my house, and ran back. Wow. Yeah. That's dedication. <laughs> yeah. What's the most amount of push-ups that you've ever been able to do? 120. Wow. What about most amount of miles you ever ran straight? Uh, I think when we was in Buds, we one time we got in trouble, and we ran like 15 miles straight without stopping. Wow. Was there like a certain speed you had to run or like lift to mm. get into? No. How it worked was... 
because as a team in the SEALs, you're, you're only as strong as your weakest person. So what our instructors would do, we'd put our slowest runner out front, and we had to run his pace. And then we had to encourage him to pick up his pace. So we it got tough sometimes, but 15 miles is a long, time, long way to run without stopping. Yeah. yeah. And obviously in the military, the, seems like the punishments seem pretty harsh. What do you think? What but, kind of, but the punishment we get yeah, is a little harsh, but it saves your life when you're out in the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what do you think, like, what punishment really leaves you, like, making you feel, like, so, like, what punishment is the most effective, you think, for just all around? Like, what uh, makes you really feel like this is, I made a mistake and I, I need to do something about it? Uh, the most effective punishment, I think, is when uh, they get you together as a team, because... In the military, it's all about the team. There's no one person. And <laughs> we had this one instructor, we called him Rain Man, because he would close all the windows to our barracks and shut all the doors and make us exercise however he wanted us to exercise until it started dripping off the ceiling. Wow. Yeah, from like, the condensation like the of us from your sweat. sweat. Man. So is. we called him Rain Man. That was his nickname, Rain Man. So, when yeah. you first came into the military, did you resent the people who were making you do that kind of stuff? No, I never resented them. I kind of had in my mind why they were doing it, mm-hmm. which was to basically to break you down mentally and build you up the, the, the way they want to build you up as a warrior. So so I didn't ever resent that or resent anybody for punish, punishing us. Now, sometimes I did get a little upset at people that kept messing up, but but that's... Another here or there, we, you just, as a team, you, like you said, you lift up your weakest person and make them part of the team too. So, and that's what they want to see, and then they back off of you. When they see you functioning as a team, then the drill instructors will back off of you and let you function as a team. And matter of fact, you know, he come to me a couple of times, hey, you're the leader. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so if they mess up, I'm going to get it double. Have you always worked well in a team, or is that something you had to learn? It's something you have to learn because when you go into boot camp and even in BUDS, you got everybody there from every walk of life that has their own ideas about things. And the hardest part is getting letting go of your opinions and ideas about things and coming together and saying, hey, we got to work together regardless of our opinion and ideas because if we don't, they're going to keep hammering us. So. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it seems like you came into the military. You had, you already knew. You had the attitude. You had the mm-hmm. mental state to be in here. Have you ever seen any men that like came in with not really a great attitude or not didn't know they were going into, but yeah, they, they changed so yeah, quickly? There, there was a couple people that come in and actually had had no willingness to change. So the instructors just dropped them from the program altogether. So. Obviously, that plays a, a very big role is yeah. your, your attitude. Yes. 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 So you got to come go in with the right attitude because if you don't, it's going to be miserable and you and you might get dropped. So, If you could be any animal, what animal would you be? A lion. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'd like to end the interview by asking you what is a, a piece of life advice you'd give to the listeners? Uh, Obviously, you have much experience in this, so right. anything my, is good. My, my advice is, uh, where y'all are at now, uh, listen to the people that's in charge over you, obey them, 
uh, always do uh, y'all's uh, y'all's virtues always live them out every day and if you do you'll be in great shape yeah I do like y'all's virtues um, but yeah and always I mean if you're if you're religious always seek the Lord his advice is perfect and to follow and follow and obey him and you'll be definitely be good so thank you so much for coming on yes today. thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you all it was an honor again so